Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ono, and you're Going In Raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson, and of course, wherever podcasts can be found. If you're listening to us on your favorite podcast app, do us a favor, leave us a rating, review, or a comment. It really goes a long way towards helping Going In Raw grow and expand into the future. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. If you're watching us on the YouTube, of course, hit that subscribe button and a little notify bell next to it, and you click on all. All notifications. Very exciting. We're also also on the Patreon, Larson, at patreon.com forward slash... Steven Larson, uh, before I read off a couple of new patrons, uh, because of the $1 mark, you get uh, your name read here on the show. That's all it takes. It's all it takes, $1. Uh, but also, I found, because like we're, 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 we have to, like, one of the things, so yesterday we did uh, uh, Friendo Unified Championship Wrestling, or Finn Balor took on the Demon Balor. Yeah. The, the legendary tag team, Finn Too Deep. No more. Torn apart, yeah. But also recombined well, together. Really, they brought back together. Last Finn standing match. Yeah, re- reunification bout. It was a classic. Yeah, it's a good bout. But then we also so we get five bonus episodes a, a week yeah. if you're a five dollar a month and a patron or a YouTube channel member. And like we're running a little bit behind because like we're both sick yeah. and it's hard to get on the same page in terms of like getting. We want to do like another gaming video, but not a two K one. Yeah. But instead of that. Um, I found something that I had never released uh, because I just didn't really think it was all that interesting, but it's our vlog from Vegas. Uh, Really? Never went up? I I never put that up. It's like seven minutes. There's really not a whole lot. It doesn't really encapsulate the Vegas experience. It's just sort of us clowning around a little bit. So I figured I'd give that to the patrons. There you go. It's Again, it's sort of non-essential, but relatively amusing content. That's yeah. what we aim for on the Patreon and yeah. YouTube channel members. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to upload that. Uh, I just figured that one up uh, like a year ago. Uh, or nine months ago. No, I don't I don't think I ever put it. I'm almost positive I never put it up. All right, fair enough. I think I was going to, and then I was just like... This really isn't all that fascinating. Yeah. It really, and I really just wanted well, to be the cream fair. Of the crop. Nothing and anything we do is really that fascinating. Yeah, but this was extra unfascinating. Well, people might find some uh, value in that, I guess. I don't know. Well, then that's why I'm going to put it up for our patrons and YouTube channel members. Uh, so you can check that out. That'll go up uh, probably today or t- uh, tomorrow, actually, because today yeah, we're yeah, going to yeah, do yeah. a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll figure something out for today. Yeah. Uh, there's some space news that I want to talk to you about. Oh, dear. Mysterious signals from far away. Oh, I saw that every 16 days. Yeah, man. Ooh. Anyways, uh, so we'll that talk about that. The, the orbit of something and it passes by. Boring. <laughs> You're probably right. But 500, still. 500 million light years away. Yeah, I know. It was really far away. It was little aliens out there. Anyway, so we'll talk about that on post show today. And we'll do probably like a mini Who Won Wednesday type thing. Um, so, yeah, that's a lot of fun on the Patreon. Let me see if we do have new. I, know, I think we had like at least one new patron over the last 24 hours. So let me see if I can find their cool. name here. Uh, let's see here. Jerome LaCrome. New patron. Thank you. Uh, and then on Monday, Chris Hayton. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much for your support. We do appreciate it. So, yeah, good stuff. Yes. Uh, we're on uh, next stop, of course, for NXT. Takeover. Is uh, Takeover Portland, Portlandia. Yeah. Uh, hopefully Fred Armisen and uh, what's her name? Janet. 
it. She was a member of Sleater Keeney. Yeah, band. right. Yeah. Is it the drummer that left? I don't know. I forget her name. I'm sure somebody in chat will know. That's a funny show. I've only seen little bits and pieces, but Fred Armisen, he's something else. Yeah, he's a funny dude. He was the funniest member of the Californians. Yeah. <laughs> He pops up on SNL. He pops up on SNL to do uh, Bloomberg sometimes. Oh, you know that's the only reason. The only silver lining to to Bloomberg winning, becoming president, would be for Fred Armisen's Bloomberg. Yeah, no, seemingly there's no chance he's going to win the. Yeah, probably not. He'd spend all his money and probably still not. Uh, you know, you, yeah, money. Apparently, money ain't everything. No, nope. just ask Bloomberg and Tom Steyer. That, anyways. Um, so yeah. Uh, so yeah, NXT. We're gonna be doing our live reactions, of yeah, course. Sunday. This coming Sunday. It's on a Sunday, not a Saturday. Yeah, they only do Saturday takeovers when there's a, already a show on Sunday. Are we? Are we double sure this on Sunday? Yeah, it's on the sixteenth. Okay, okay. It's on Sunday. I trust you. Um, so yeah, we'll be here for that. Uh, the main show starts at four. I don't know. If well, usually on the pre-show they don't have matches <coughs> for takeover. They did last time. Yeah, I don't think they've announced anything. They had a Mia Yim. It was like a last minute. But thing. that was for Worlds Collide. Oh, that was Worlds Collide. That's right. Yeah. I don't think usually on takeovers they have pre-show matches. Um, well, the thing is, I think they used to, and they were filmed for uh, the yeah, Fallout I know, episodes. I know, but, but, they, but you didn't see them, so therefore, I'm saying in relation to us watching the show before four. Yeah, I know, but I guess my point is, I wonder if they're going to start doing them now because. They have to have a they're like they're gonna have like all wrestling shows have dark matches. Yeah. And it's not like they're they they don't film the takeover episodes or the, I'm sorry, the fallout episodes anymore. No. So they'll probably have something for the kickoff. It'll be me and versus somebody. I don't know. Oh, there you go. Josh Martinez, friend of meetup Saturday at the Red Robin next to the Moda Center. Red oh, Robin. okay. That's a good place to do it. Oh, that's awesome. You get some, what's the strawberry lemonade called? The speckled lemonade? There you go. It's got the seeds in it. Get a quality burger and uh, meet up with some friendos. Yeah, man. Josh, make sure you guys take pictures because I want a picture of that and we'll put it on our Instagram. Uh, follow us on the Instagram at Steven Larson. Um, so, yeah, what'd you think of the go home episode? For takeover Portlandia, yeah, we're gonna Grand do our. NXT, uh, they've set a pretty high bar for themselves, but uh, I kind of feel like it was a middle of the road episode. I don't really feel like it built built up a whole lot. Like last week, I felt like did a lot of the heavy lifting. Yeah, and this week was kind of just like, all right, well, remember this this show's still going on. Do you know Undisputed Era is going to have a match? The tag team is going to have a match at uh, Portlandia. I'm not aware of that. They weren't even on the episode. Yeah, no, they're already on their way to Portland early. It was just without the, the rest of the Undisputed Era. It doesn't make any sense. It was just a, it was like a goofball. I thought they all traveled uh, in the same car, listening to their theme song for the whole twenty some hour ride from Orlando to Portland. Yeah, yeah, you would think so. Dun, 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 dun. Like I there's could some listen decent matches. I know for twenty some hours I'd listen to that. But there's some decent matches. I just didn't feel like it was. Like if yes, last week was the go home episode, I'd been yeah. like, oh cool, I'm hyped for takeover, me to yeah. takeover, I'm excited for it. But I don't know, it didn't really feel like it was anything special. Yeah, I kind of agree with you on that, especially because the competition just killed it last night. Yeah, AEW night. was really good. They were they did a really slam bang job last yeah. night. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, I don't know, man. I just I I don't know. I go through phases where like I'm I'm hardcore NXT and then I'm hardcore AEW. I think right now AEW is doing a really good job. And so, I don't know, I watched that first, and then, like, an hour later, I popped on NXT. And, like, it was fun. The matches, it's funny, but I don't know, it kind of proves my point, though. Like, how, how I've always felt about wrestling, personally, is that you need goofy stuff. And NXT, they have, like, killer matches every week. But they've raised the bar so high on killer matches. Well, there was no shortage of goofy stuff on NXT last night with the Riddle and Pete Dunn stuff. That was all goofy. Yeah, stuff. I know, I know. But there was like it was like three thirty second or one minute yeah. segments. Yeah. Um. But like when you're in full sale 
it's just a, it's a very I don't know. It's like the wrestling is so good. It's really good, but it's also kind of exhausting to watch. Um, and I just feel like last night was lacking a little. So I don't know what. I don't no, know. What. It definitely was. There was. I mean, it felt. It felt almost. Uh, did you, you already? Did you already use the word by the numbers? I think so. The I was phrase. Gonna, I was just about to say obligatory. Yeah. Okay. Very, very yeah. Sense, very. Very much a sense like we got to set up these final uh, little things for takeover and. I don't know. It's I like yeah, it's I, not surprising that Bianca dropped Rhea with the yeah. finish because there's no way she's winning a takeover. It, you know? They they had they did the math thing last night. They really did. Except with the exception of I don't know how the math applies to the, the tag team having a goofy segment. I'm just assuming that Roserates are going to win because they had they had like the, all those goofy vignettes last yeah. night. Yeah, and I don't think they're going to end those. I think those are pretty popular. Yeah. That I kind mean, of stuff. I mean, after they have a shirt, they've had a shirt for a while. As soon as they announced the team, they made a shirt. Uh, they're winning those tag titles, and I'm sticking by that logic until I'm proven false. Yeah, no. Everybody who's had who's won the Dusty Classic, who has had a shirt, has won the titles. So Ricochet and Alistair Black didn't have a shirt, didn't mm-hmm. win the titles. Undisputed Era have a shirt, won, won the titles. titles. AOP have had a shirt, won the titles. Uh, Finn Balor and Samoa Joe, no shirt, won uh, no shirt, no titles. Yeah. Rose Weights have shirt. They're good with those titles. I think that's solid math right there. All the math played out. Even so, like it wasn't on TV, but it was in the aftermath. Uh, 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 what's his face? Champa dropped Cole with a fairy tale ending um, after the cameras went off. Yeah, when they're staring down and I wouldn't trash. have known that except yeah. I was digging through the pictures looking for a thumbnail and I saw that happen. Yeah, and I was like, this wasn't on TV. It wasn't on TV. Yeah. Um, so I think all the math is going to stay true in terms of the, the, the stand uh-huh. tall for the most part. The only match I really feel like that's kind of a coin flip is Gargano and Finn. Yeah. Um, we'll get to our predictions later. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, no spoilers on that one for our predictions. Yeah, I guess we'll it talk might help that. to get through the show before we get to uh, predictions. Yeah, I and think you, you're right about uh, that. show kicked off with your, your usual uh, recap of previous week's episode, and then Roderick Strong comes out, drops a promo. He's mad at Velveteen Dream because he put his family's face faces on his tights. I really like this little promo of his. I like that he was like, this has nothing to do with the guys. I think that's one of NXT's strengths is that you, they can be away from the titles and build these really great yeah, yeah, feuds. Yeah. Uh, he blames uh, Velveteen Dream for making this thing personal. He says, I'm going to hurt you, Dream, and I'm going to do something that I'm, I won't regret. Yeah. Now come out here because I demand apology. And Velveteen yeah. Dream doesn't answer. It's Bronson Reed. Oh, piss off, course, Boost. Uh, Roderick Strong uh, 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 need last week. Yeah. And uh, Bronson Reed's like, hey, uh, Dream's not the only one that's got a problem. I got a big problem we're with gonna you. We're going to fight right now. Yeah, we're going to fight now and fight. They, and, and they did. In my head, he's just got Gino's voice. We're going to fight right now. Gino's really good on commentary. Gino's great on commentary. He's really good. He's wonderful in New Japan. <laughs> uh, so anyways, that match happened. I thought this was a really fun match. Uh, Roderick Strong, uh, the, you know, the, the, the thick guy. <laughs> they call him thick. Thick boy. Thick boy, Bronson Reed. Uh, just using all of his power moves to chip away at. Big Bronson energy. At Roderick's. Uh, uh, strength, which is his cardio. That guy, he's the pace guy. That's what Moro says. Yeah, the Anyways. pace, the workhorse. Yeah, the workhorse. Uh, and uh, yeah, that was a huge thing. Like, look at Roddy; he's already blown up. Yeah, he never gets blown up because he's getting beat down by uh, Big Bronson energy by by Thick Boy by Thick Boy. Exactly. Yeah. So he has to keep on picking the dude up, to try to you know land his moves on him. But usually it was just a bunch of chops and strikes because mm-hmm. it's hard to pick him up. Yeah. Yeah. He did get an Olympic slam off. That was cool. Yeah, that was rad. No, it was a really cool match. It was a really cool match. I'm glad Bronson Reed's on TV. Yeah. 
Um, uh, finish though. So, uh, uh, so uh, let me get this right here. Uh, yeah. So he sends Reed sends. Uh, uh, sorry. There we go. Okay. So I'll start from here. Reed has the upper hand coming out of the commercial break. Hits power slam a senton. Goes up top. Roddy goes up there. Uh, clocks him. Goes for superplex. Bronson fights him off. Uh, and then Strong hits it into Sagiri, a superplex that gets him a two count. So Reed rolls out. Roddy follows with a wrecking ball drop kick, puts Reed back in the ring, and then uh, the arena is ensconced in purple light. Yeah. And you hear like a little stinger. Ow! Uh, you know, Velatine Dream is here. Did I get it right? Ow! Yeah, I think so. <laughs> and so uh, Strong's distracted. That lets Reed hit a suicide dive. He puts Roddy back in, he goes to the top rope. Jumps off. Roddy hits the jumping knee mm-hmm. to get the win. Yeah. And that's when Velveteen Dream shows up on the Tron. Uh, he, he says, Roddy, you remember the first time you met your wife? Because I remember the first time. I remember when you guys attacked me, threw me yeah. off a trailer. Yeah, tried to end my career and break my back. And he goes, uh, Dream, uh, uh, I'm going to ask you a what if. What if someone took something from you? Uh, what if, you know, uh, someone, what if you were kind of like, essentially said, what if you're out of the equation? Yeah. What if somebody took everything away from you? Yeah. Um, what if something happened to you? Yeah. And uh, what if maybe it, you ever wonder if there's someone that could fulfill all of Marina's dreams? Yeah. Ooh. Wow. And I got, ooh, Roddy was in the wood. Yeah, that was great. You mentioned his kid. What's his kid's name? I don't know what his kid's name. Anyway, he just like showed a picture of the family and he like gave a shout out to the kid. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Ouch. And then Moro, of course, you don't talk on Superman's cape and you don't mess with the men's family. Ooh. Anyways, anyway. Moro's too much sometimes, man. Maybe it's just because I'm under the weather. Moro's just too much sometimes. I feel like now this whole week I've been sick. Just like I've, there's been so much that's too much. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't know what it is about this particular <coughs> bug, but, man, it's, it's not as making oh, feel man. bad. It, like, I feel like slowly but surely it's sapping my life force from me. <laughs> you ever seen the movie Life Force? Oh, man, I haven't seen that movie. It is a Toby Hooper uh, uh, directed effort. I think Patrick Stewart was in it. Oh, man. Yeah, it All-star cast. Yeah. Wow. I think Toby Hooper did it. Wow. He was a Texas Chainsaw guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Wait, did he star as Texas Chainsaw or did he, he, was, uh, he was the director of Tex- Texas Chainsaw? He was the director. Who starred as Texas Chainsaw guy as Leatherface? Yeah, uh, I don't remember. Yeah, Toby Hooper. <coughs> oh, no, Patrick Stewart Oh, I don't know why I thought Patrick Stewart was in it. It'd have been cooler if he was in it. Well, naturally. Who else is it? Peter Firth? It's based on something called the Space Vampires. <laughs> oh, wow. That sounds great. What did it do at the box office? $11 million. On a budget of? 25 Ouch. Bomb. Bomb. After that, uh, uh, Peter Dune and Matthew Rydell. Oh, uh, Patrick Stewart is in it. There you go. See, right there. Oh, there you go. Excellent. Engage. Uh, we're going to go fight some space vampires. Uh, let's see here. So they're driving a Mustang and they got the dusty cup in the back. And, uh, and Matt Rydell's like, all oh, road trip. We're going we're gonna to drive all the way to Portland. Yeah. And then Pete Dunn's like, you're not driving. I'm driving. And then they flop. They switch spaces. I, there was some reason for it. I forget why. But, uh, of course, he's driving on the wrong side of the road. Almost gets into a head-on collision. That would have been a disaster. Yes. Uh, and then... Uh, He's and then they like, pull off the side of the road. They have a chat. Uh, Matt Rill's like, you got to drive on the right side of the road, man. Yeah. And then uh, the cops pull up behind him, and Matt Rill gets real nervous. Yeah, exactly. They don't exactly say why. But well, I feel, yeah, I know. There's subtext there. 
I, here's the thing. I feel like they need to they need to take a couple more risks if they're going to do comedy like this. Like the the freaking AEW, they take some risks with their comedy. It doesn't always land, but it's very charming even if it doesn't land. I feel like they probably could have gone a little further with these vignettes. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Yeah, Matt, Matt Riddle. These both these guys were hilarious. In these, yeah, so. these, it was this fun was stuff. really good. So a cop pulls up. We cut. Next shot is their uh, probably rental. Mm-hmm. Mustang uh, getting towed, yeah, because neither of them have a license. Yeah, uh, my understanding is that if you drive without a license, they're just not going to take the car, though. No, not well. We don't live in Florida. It's true. I guess things are different in Florida. Yeah, maybe that's 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 potentially the case. So, anyways, yeah, neither of them have a license. Again, I think they probably could have gone a little further with the innuendo on Matt Riddle and his his. Uh, his, uh, predilections his, yes his habits yeah uh, uh, Matt Riddle's like oh time for a new plan yeah, we need a new plan we need to regather Californians Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home it can be really hard to maintain it's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small well whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. After that, we have an Angel Garza interview, uh, and he says he's going to beat Leo Rush again. But then Leo steps in. And he's like, hey, I want you to, I'm want i going to let you in on something. Uh, I'm, Do I have a scoop for you? I got a scoop for you. I'm smarter, I'm faster, and I'm better now than I ever was well, before. The, you heard it first. I'm better now. First. You're not going to be fighting the same Leo Rush you fought several weeks back. This is new Leo Rush. He is raw gate technology. Yeah, apparently. Made a new and better Leo Rush. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. And he says, uh, he says he's different than the one who lost Cruiserweight title. Uh, better, stronger, faster, <laughs> more productive. You heard it here first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, more productive. Uh, <laughs> Fitter, happier, more productive. Yeah. Uh, next, Candice LeRae, <laughs> uh, defender of all her friends' honors, uh, taking on Dakota Kai. Uh-huh. When Looking is, to soften her up a little bit. When is Candice LeRae actually going like, to get a real story other than just be everybody's friend? I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's ever actually going to happen, man. I really don't. She's going to go to main roster at some point. And, uh, oh, gosh. She's going to get underutilized. Yeah. 
That's just how it's going to be. Yeah. Well, Let's I mean, she'll be in NXT as long as, as Johnny's there. I hope so, and I hope he's there forever. Like yeah. he said he wants to be. Yeah. Um, that'd be great. I mean, eventually you'd think that she'd get the title. But, like, I don't know. These days, like, I'm really coming around to – I really – I know it's going to be a while, but Bianca Belair needs to get that title. Oh, point. she's really good. Unless they just send her to Raw after Mania, which is a possibility yeah, as well. Yeah, and then she, she'll be Raw Women's Champion. You see that point. clip? Was it from Backstage or a local news broadcast? I don't know. Uh, where she like just picked up Adam Cole like it was nothing. Oh, really? And started doing squats. Wow. It was hilarious. It was great. He was selling the crap out of it, too. He was like up there. He was like, see, this is why she's going to be the next NXT Women's Champion. Oh, that's great. It was awesome, yeah. Yeah, she's terrific. She's absolutely terrific. Yeah, she is. Um, anyways, yeah, Candice LeRae versus Dakota Kai. This is pretty brutal, man. Candice LeRae got her nose busted yeah, open. Yeah, uh, so early on, Candice was like just hitting suicide dive after suicide dive after suicide dive. I think she hit four in total. Yeah. Um, she puts Dakota Kai back in the ring, and Dakota like hit her in the face with a palm strike. And I don't mm-hmm. know if that's what busted her open or not, but she's bleeding from the nose that they're after. Um, go to commercial. We come back. Candice hits her old finish. That was her finish in the May Young Classic. I think they called it Miss Loray's Wild Ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the swinging neck break our second rope. She goes for her moonsault, her line salt, which is her finish now. Misses that. Eventually, here's German suplex. Puts Kai in uh, Gargano escape. Uh, Dakota can't get to the rope, so she just rolls up Candace to get the win. And afterwards, Candace is like, uh, sucks. Come here, Dakota. I don't like you still. Mm-hmm. Like she's going to beat her up or something. And then Dakota tosses her in the timekeeper table and hits her with the ring bell. And then Tegan Knox comes down and they fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, I like that. It was good. They brawling up and down the ramp and everything. Uh, Tegan Knox, full on Captain Marvel outfit. All sorts of Captain Marvel going on. Yeah, I didn't catch what her shirt was. It looked cool though. Oh, was... I think it's a Beth Phoenix shirt. Oh, it was looked like a comic book inspired. Yeah, type yeah. It thing. said like the glamorous Beth. Oh, okay. Because I saw a video on. Twitter or something, yeah, sure. I think, is you know, scanned through. I saw it, and I said the glamour. I think it's a Beth Phoenix shirt. Oh, that's rad. It looked really like I love the comic book font. It was like the Hulk or the thing Yeah, or exactly. Something. I yeah. think it's supposed to be like that. <coughs> yeah, it looked great. Um, okay, so after that, we've got uh, Gargano and Cameron Grimes arguing backstage. It was a fun, that was a fun match. And uh, so now they have a match, according mm-hmm. to your notes here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, this one. Oh, okay. All right. That makes sense, yeah. Totally's like a Hulk smash thing. Cool. All right. Pro Wrestling Tees. Get a Beth Phoenix Pro Wrestling T-shirt. You're here first. Pro Wrestling Tees. Beth Phoenix. Uh, yeah, this is a long match, and it was actually really, really it good. It was really good. It was the best match of the, of the night, probably. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so it's technical start, as you'd expect, from someone named Johnny Wrestling. Yeah, sure. Uh, Grimes uh, he's putting all sorts of submission moves and holds and such. Eventually escapes, uh, hits uh, Johnny in the knee of the gut. Uh, Johnny tries to make a comeback. He does. Hits a, a drop kick. Close lines. Grimes out of the ring. Hits his kick off the apron. Follows the cannonball to the floor. Follows that with some chops against the barricade. You kind of feel like it'd be a Gargano squash match. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of the vibe you got from when it started. Yeah. Uh, puts Grimes back in the ring. Goes for a slingshot DDT. Uh, Grimes blocks that. Drops Johnny with a clothesline. There's a lot of really good creative uh, reversals in this match. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. They go to commercial, come back. Uh, Grimes catches the slingshot spear. He's about to do something, but Johnny escapes that. Hits tornado flatliner. Bunch more offense from him again. Feels like a bit of a squash match. Grimes rolls out of the ring. Goes back as Johnny goes to the apron. Uh, and then that's when Gargano hits the slingshot spear. And then towards the end, it was like, there's so much stuff going on, I couldn't write it down. Yeah, yeah. It was so fast. Yeah. 
But towards the end, Grimes actually got a lot of offense in. Mm-hmm, yeah, he, including he his cool like midair power slam. Yeah, thing. like the moonsault. I love that star stuff. Press yeah. power slam. He tried to do that rolling German suplex. Johnny blocked that, rolled him up. Um, uh, Grimes reversed the Gargano escape attempt to an Uranagi. Mm-hmm. Gets it to the, the finish. Saw Grimes miss a cave in, so he bounced <laughs> off the ropes. And Gargano put him in the Gargano escape for the win. But it was a really fun match. It was a really good, really, really Tapped really, out really, immediately, really too. Like yeah, I know. That was kind yeah. of the only bummer part is he tapped out, like, right away. Uh, after that, Adam Cole interview. Uh-huh. Um, and, like, Roderick Strong's pace in the background. He's like, chill out, Roddy. We'll get to the dream in a bit. Like, yeah. tranquilo. 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 Um, and then uh, he's asked about his match against Kushida tonight. And uh, he says... Um, I'm going to teach Kushida a lesson because he bullied him last week. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to teach Ciampa a lesson at TakeOver. He says, I'll do anything to make sure the NXT title stays on the shoulder. This title is my life. And he says, now you can get out of here, Kathy yeah. Kelly. Ouch. Rude. Very rude. Rude. But he's got very important business to think of. Yeah, I guess so. You know, but still, he shouldn't treat people that way. No, he should never treat people that way. Uh, next. Uh, more Matt Riddle and Peter Dune. This time they're on a paddle boat. Yeah, you don't know that at first. And Pete Dunn is like, so is this your plan? We're going to just paddle all the way to... Well, he says, we're gonna, this is your plan. We're going to take a boat because it's yeah. tight. You don't know what kind of boat it is yet. Yeah. He says, we're going to take a boat all the way to Portland. And Matt Riddle's like, oh, no, bro. And zooms out and there's a paddle boat. And like yeah. I think there's a little lake. There's a lake in downtown or- or- or Orlando. Makes sense. Um and he goes, uh, oh, this is where I go to think. Yeah, that's where I go to chill. That's where I go to chill. We have to regather. And he goes, and he goes oh, light bulb. Yeah. He's so got he a plan. knows He's how they're going to get there. Yeah. Now. yeah. Uh, after this, oh, man, this, this was so great. Robert Stone Brand. We're in the Robert Stone Brand office, evidently. And uh, Chelsea Green's there. And he's like, next week. Uh, we're gonna. Chelsea's getting her rematch. He's like Caden. It's against Caden Carter. Who beat them yeah. before. Uh, he's like Caden. Don't think for a second that you're gonna be able to on any other Wednesday. You would have. You you would have lost, and you're gonna lose this time in Calabac's redebut. They're totally redebuting Chelsea Green. It's amazing. Yeah, I so love next it. Next week, Chelsea gets her rematch, and Robert Stonebrand will relaunch. Yeah. Oh, that's great. She's gonna lose that one too. Yeah, isn't she? no, she is. She's totally is. totally gonna lose that one. I kind of. I like, think you're right, man. I think they're gonna have the hot mess be a result of her constant losing here. That's gonna be good. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, yeah. They also announced next week, Roddy will get his match against Velveteen Dream. That's gonna be a barn burner. Yeah, I hope so. That's gonna be really hope good. So, uh, so next. after that, we had Leo Rush versus Angel Garza. And man, these guys have terrific chemistry. Yeah, they do. And Garza t- wasted no time. Ripping them pants. Oh, he off. was saying, "I'm not going to try to use this for a strategic advantage. We're just, we're just going to throw down." He's like, "It's balmy in here, or that. It's a little warm. It's the uh, springs come early in Orlando." Speaking of which, while you run down this match a little All bit, right. I might turn off the heater because yeah, it's, it's hot in here, man. It's getting warm in here. Oh boy. So uh, yeah, Garza rips off his pants immediately as to say, "There's no showboating. There's no misdirection. There's no shenanigans here. We're just going to throw down." Uh, and then right at the beginning, there's. It's like they're both doing Leo Rush, this gimmick of, of misdirection, running, cutting, uh, changing direction super quick, avoiding each other. It was crazy. It's like 30 seconds of them running and, and trying to uh, avoid each other while confusing the other person. In the end, though, Garza hits a drop kick. Uh, he has the advantage for a while. Uh, Rams rush into the ring post, then into the ring steps like he's carrying him. Yeah. 
drapes him over the barricade and then kicks him in the lower back. A good Ooh. commercial. We come back. Leo's uh, hitting a suicide dive. Follows with a springboard corkscrew senton to the floor. floor. Uh, puts Garza back in the ring. Uh, Rush hits a spin kick. Gets a two. Uh, they're training some strikes. Leo goes for the come up. Garza drop kicks him. Hits this crazy face buster type thing. So he has him oh, in power bomb position. And then puts his hands between his Leo's leg, legs and then near his butt. And then, and then just puts him up. Unfurls and he, and he, him. Yeah, and he kind of flings up like a blanket. Leo lands face first. It was crazy. Yeah, it was rad. Uh, Garza setting up for a wing clipper on the second rope. Leo fights out. Uh, hits like a, a super stunner off the second rope. Uh, Garza rolls out of the ring. He's laying on the floor. Leo hits final hour to ringside. He mm-hmm. tried that during the previous match and missed. Uh, goes for another in the ring. Garza gets his knees up. Covers. Gets a two. This super kick was amazing. It was like one of the stiffest looking super kicks I've seen in a long time. Yeah, it was good. So Garza hits a super kick. Goes for a wing clipper. Uh, Leo fights out of it enough to roll him up to get the win. Yeah. Kind of out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Really fun match. I kind of get the feeling that... Uh is Garza moving on to, to better things? I think so, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think this was kind of the, the, sim, the, the signifying that. Um, he's been doing real, and they even mentioned, of course, him being on Raw with Zelina Vega. Mm-hmm. I think that either he is really impressed on Raw or... He's really impressed in NXT, and they're like, this guy's got, you know, like, face of the company written all over him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you mean, so he? you're thinking he could just remain in NXT and, like, move up to, like, you know, in, a, in six months to a year North American championship. Yeah. Maybe. I can't. I get the feeling he's going to be on Raw. Well, they got to swing a deal if Triple H to be believed. I will believe that when I see it. Anyway, Leo Rush goes up the stage. Uh, Jordan Devlin comes out, meets Leo there, and says, congratulations on the win. Uh, you're the next stop on the Jordan Devlin championship tour. Uh, don't fancy your chances of winning, though. Cause I'm going to show you why you never bet against the ace. I think that's pretty much love, verbatim what he said. I love Jordan Devlin. He's so good. God, he's so good. Speaking of good, this next bit was great. Oh, Mark, this was awesome. Yeah. Mark Henry narrates uh, a Keith Lee, Dominic Dijakovic video package. But it's it, they put uh, this whole thing puts Lee and Dijakovic in the context of history of huge dudes that do incredibly athletic things. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and just they're bringing a whole new mm-hmm. – they're taking it to a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. And Mark Henry is the perfect guy to talk about this stuff. It was a really good, well-done well video package. Mark Henry is pretty much the best. Afterwards, we had a really quick Bianca Belair versus Santana Garrett I mean, yeah, match. Yeah, I hardly consider this like a match. Still How many moves actually happen? Well, it's here. everything. So Bianca starts fast. She like spears her into the corner, maybe hits a couple strikes. Double chicken wing face buster and a turnbuckle KOD for the win. That was Ouch. pretty much it. It was like 20 seconds. Yeah. Uh, Bianca calls for the mic. Says, uh, pretty much says, Rhea, you're looking past me. Um, yeah, but uh, I'm going to walk out uh, take over as champion. This brings out Rhea. She assures Bianca, says, I'm not looking past you. I'm looking at you right now. And I'm going to tell you this. At takeover, I'm going to go through you. I'm going to go through you. So Bianca swings. Rhea voids. Hits Bianca. Bianca punches back and then hits a KOD. So Man, she's totally not winning. I know. I'm be rooting for Bianca so much. She's great. It's just not gonna. It's not gonna happen. I know. You know. And here's the thing. And you know, I I sort of see kind of a parallel, maybe, maybe, with somebody else on the roster with Matt Riddle. How like Riddle is is. I think Bianca's getting to the point where she's getting herself over. 
enough so that the crowd is going to lift her to that next level of like, man, you got to put the title on her or she's just going to go to raw. I don't know. And and that'll be kind of a shame to be honest, because I'm not sure they're going to use her properly on raw. I really don't. I hope they, she had a great showing in the rumble and yeah, maybe did. that's going to, maybe did. that is prelude may, to what's to come. It could yeah. be. Yeah. Um, and I hope that's the case. But uh, I mean, her and she's her, so special. She is. Her and and Shayna have some history in NXT, and I'm actually, you know, at the time I was pretty surprised that Bianca wasn't the one to to beat Shayna because she was at that point where she was getting off, uh, over with the crowd enough that with the title win, especially. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know. I think that like it's just it's gotten to like a a breaking point when I think more and more people are seeing it now. Um, after all this time and you see what she does and you see how effortless she makes it. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I just think that, you know, I think that this is going to be a barn burner match. I think it's going to be really, really good. I think it's going to be another breakout moment for Bianca Belair. And re and that's saying I'm a huge Rhea Ripley. Yeah, she's she's terrific. Good. She's, she's really good. good. Uh, final Matt Riddle, Pete Dunn thing. So uh, they're rolling the Dusty Cup trophy up to a private plane and, and Riddle's like, oh, I know a guy. It's all good. So uh, here we just got to get this into into the storage area, and then uh, we're good to go. <laughs> yeah, and all that Maverick says, "Oh, I know a dude. Oh, I know a dude." So they're loading the trophy into the storage, pushing it in, and then Matt Riddle pushes Pete Dunn in. Yeah, and then he gets in himself. Like, what are you doing? He's like, "Come on, just shut up." And he like closes the door, and then he's like, "Whose plane is this?" And then you see Triple H. And he's getting out of his car, going into the plane, and they have his uh, King of Kings music playing. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty funny. I would have preferred, you know what, man? Again, lost opportunity. I would have, I would have, I wanted to see some like interaction between Triple H and these guys. That'd have been great. I know that'd been really good. I know. Maybe if if they had been disguised as like uh, not necessarily the pilot and copilot, that takes training. Yeah, but like as anybody flight attendants. Yeah, flight yeah, attendants. totally. Or ha- I want some reference to Riddle. And the whole Brock Lesnar fiasco and Triple H addressing that. You think Brock travels this way? There's a lot of there's a lot of I comedy know. to be mined there. I know, and it can make it feel it could give NXT kind of a subversive feel if you yeah. do that a little bit. You yeah, know. know. Uh, next guy, Tommaso Ciampa promo. He's in the <coughs> film study room, yeah, conference room. He says about a year ago I'd stand in front of that room and give up the NXT title. I'd give up my life. And while I said I was going to come back stronger and faster and better, I was scared that day. Uh, I was thought of so many what ifs. What if I never get that title back? What if I never get that shot again on that type of stage? Of course, it was Takeover Mania weekend. Mm-hmm. With all the the eyes of the world on me. He says now everything has come full circle. I get my title shot. I get my opportunity to get Goldie back. But what if Cole Wind becomes the longest reigning champion in NXT history? But what if he doesn't? What if there's somebody who's got what it takes to beat Adam Cole? What if that somebody's Tommaso Ciampa? And what if I win with all the eyes of the world on me? Uh, and he says, you know, uh, there's a saying that the, the man who's got nothing to lose is scared of anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and Adam Cole, you're going to learn out the, the firsthand that's that's the case. It was a very convincing promo. Yeah. It was a very, he made his case very well. Yeah. He's very good at that stuff. That he is. Uh, and then finally, our main event, Adam Cole, Bebe versus Kushida. Uh-huh. Fun enough match. Yeah, it was a fun match. Just didn't feel like the, the result was in any way in doubt. No, that's true. That's true. Yeah. You sort of go into this. This is one of those matches you go into. You're like, well, I'm not sure if Kushida is going to be fighting Adam Cole anytime in the near future in terms of like a real story. So maybe just uh, enjoy the dream matchup nature yeah. of it, you know? Yeah. I'm trying to think if they ever fought in New Japan, but probably not. 
Uh, anyway, so early on, Kushida sending Adam Cole from the ring, follows the baseball slide. Uh, Cole shakes that off, sends him in the ring steps, goes for Panama Sunrise off the apron. Uh, Kushida catches him and puts him right in a cross-arm breaker. Of course, can't tap that out there. Uh, puts him back in the ring, and Kushida spends pretty much the rest of the match working over Adam Cole's arm. The left arm, the one that he had the broken wrist, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so later on, Kushida kicks Cole off the apron, double heel kick. Goes for another baseball slide. This time, Adam Cole avoids, hits him with a pump kick. Uh, that allows him to uh, get the advantage for a while until uh, a double clothesline spot during the picture-in-picture commercial break. Come back from commercial. Kushida turns the tables. Hits a DDT off the second rope. Mm-hmm. Ow. Yeah. Um, follows with cross-arm breaker. Cole gets to the ropes. Kushida keeps working over Adam Cole's arm until uh, Adam Cole hits a shining wizard. Uh, he get, unleashes some offense, goes for a uh, last shot. Kushida avoids that. Instead, though, he eats a super kick. He kicks out of that, though. Uh, Cole goes for Panama Sunrise again. Kushida reverses that into the hoverboard lock. Uh, Cole rolls him up to get out of that, gets a two count. Uh, Kushida's going for a handspring elbow. Cole hits a super kick, gets a two count, and then hits the last shot for the win. Uh, this brings Chomp out to the ring. He circles Adam Cole, staring at Goldie the whole time. And then finally says, uh, uh, I'm, I'm getting my life back. Take over. Yeah. And Colta says, over my dead body. Cameras go dark, but then at some point he hits a fairy tale ending. Fairy tale ending, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if that's considered canon or not, though. Maybe it's on the dot com. I don't Could know. Could be. All right, man. Let's do some predictions. All right. Fair enough. Time to predict. Time to predict. Here. That's right. It does belong to me, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. There you go. First. I had a vision the other night where I talked to Big Red, who's uh-huh. still missing, by the way. No, it's in your, in your house. Somewhere. And he made me see the air of my ways. Way good. <laughs> Just. Just treated with absolute disrespect. Uh, first match, Tegan Knox versus Dakota Kai. All right, here we go. I've got Dakota Kai with four confidence points. I have Dakota Kai with three. Tegan won their last match. This is a uh, street fight, mm-hmm. so you can cheat. Well, it's not really cheating. You can do whatever you want. I feel like Dakota Kai will just take things further than Tegan Knox probably will. Yeah, I agree. And they'll have their blow off. She's going to focus the on the knee. Yeah, we'll see knee braces being employed as weapons. For yeah. sure, Kodakai, three, said four. I have four. All right, fair enough. This will this will keep going, though, I believe. Yeah, I, I should. I agree it's a there. really good feud. It is, it is. Uh, next, Broserweight's first undisputed era for those tag titles. Bro. Yeah, Broserweight's, I got four confidence points on this one. Flipped it, got the Broserweight's with three confidence points on this one. I'd be actually be really surprised if the, if the undisputed era uh, retained the tag titles here. They weren't even on the episode this I week. I know. I know. So this is going to be the chipping away of the Undisputed Era uh-huh. draped in gold. Correct. Prophecy. Correct. Um, it's not going to be complete uh, tonight or on Sunday night, uh, but it's definitely going to be two more titles or one more title, however you consider the tag title. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, gone yes. from the Undisputed Era. After that, we've got uh, Finn Balor, Prince Balor versus John Gargano. Um, you mentioned this earlier. You think this is a, a bit of a toss up. Uh-huh. I, I, I only have one confidence Same. point on this. But we do differ in terms yeah. of who we think is going to win. And tell th- us, why do you think Finn Balor is going to win? I think going to win because I think this was the feud they really brought Finn to NXT for. <laughs> and something just tells me. Because, like, if win or lose, what are either of these guys going to do next? Yeah, sure. Like, Gargano's not going after the title again. It's too packed. There's too many yeah. people in front of him. Uh, what's Finn really going to do next? I feel like this is the feud they brought Finn in for to to keep Johnny busy for uh, a couple takeovers. 
I think the only reason, so Finn could totally win this. Mm -hmm. The only reason why he would win this is for Gargano to pick up the next one and then maybe a decisive third. I think Gargano is, I think the fact that Finn already has the accolade of being universal champion, Raw, all that, you know, the, the main guy, plus he's the longest running NXT champion. Gargano needs something to put him in the Finn pantheon, in the Finn-theon, if you will, and beating Finn is that. Now, will it happen tomorrow? Maybe not. Sunday. If you're th- I'm sorry, Sunday. If what you're saying is what's next for these guys, I think it's two more takeovers of these guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, after that... Who knows what the title scene's going to look like? I don't know. Well, he, the, the other kind of thing, and they mentioned that a lot last night, that Adam Cole is looking to be the longest reigning champion. Mm-hmm. And if he beats Ciampa and carries the belt till Tampa, Tampa he will be. Okay, He's yeah. about 40 days away right now. Yeah. Um, so if they could do a thing where Finn wins this um, and with the plan that they're going to have another match or two down the line and Finn steps in front of Cole and is like, you're not going to carry that belt all the way till till Mania. I'm gonna we're gonna have a match right here, and maybe Finn could be on the precipice winning. Gargano costs him mm-hmm. more matches between the two of them. I'm wondering if, it, in my mind, it might make more sense. I mean, this can go either way. If Gargano wins tomorrow, that can unleash. That could then bring Finn to like true Prince Devitt territory, uh-huh. where he's like, "Holy crap! No, 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 no!" And then he kicks it up another notch against Gargano wins the next one, and then Gargano wins the last one after that. I don't know. I think it's going to be a terrific match. I think this might be the best Finn Balor match we ever get. Yeah. Um, so, But, yeah, I've got Gargano with one. You've got Finn with one. Yeah. Next, uh, Keith Lee versus uh, David Putty, Dominic Dijakovic. Yeah, that's right. It's going to be an Arby's North American night. title. Uh, it's going to be a Keith Lee night. He's winning five conference points. I think I've got a lot of – yeah, I've got five on him also. I've got five on Keith Lee. I don't think there's any chance, any chance – uh, Dijakovic is going to come out of this Mm-mm. with a title. Mm-mm. That's not going to happen. No. Uh, in fact, if I were a, if I were a betting man, which I'm not, I'd say uh, Dijakovic goes to Maine before he gets any title, and I still think that's probably two years away from happening. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next for the women's title, Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair. Sorry, Bianca, you're great, uh, but uh, you might get your first taste of gold on the main roster as opposed to NXT. Uh, Rhea Ripley's totally winning this match. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I've got six confidence points as well. It's a bummer. It. I really think Bianca should have been the one to beat Shayna, but hey, what can you do? Yeah, yeah, that's true. And finally, the main event, Adam Cole, Bebe versus Tommaso Ciampa. I got Adam Cole, just two confidence points. Uh, I'd be really surprised if he lost, but at the same time, I guess not. Um, but I think he is. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised either way. Um, I have also have Adam Cole with two confidence points. By the way, how you do confidence points? Really easy. You take the number of matches there are, and that's the basis for how many points you assign. The match you're most confident in, for example, with us, we both chose Rhea Ripley. Six confidence points because there's six total matches. And then for each subsequent match that mm-hmm. you're less confident in, you assign the appropriate number of points. Yeah. At the end, you take all the matches you predicted correctly, Add them up, and that's your final score. And then you can uh, get that against ours if you want. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've got Adam Cole also with two. I think that the Undisputed Prophecy is going to end uh, at Tampa. Tampa, maybe against Champa uh, at that point. I'm not sure. Maybe against Velveteen Dream. 
Um, I don't know, but uh, we'll figure that out when we get there. So there you go. There's our uh, predictions. There's our predictions. Let's answer some questions. Yeah. Let's answer some questions. Josh and Martinez already read that one. Nikhil bought my tickets for WB Live in Durban, South Africa. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bray Wyatt, the Dark Order mentioned they are preparing for the arrival of the Exalted One. I predict the Exalted One is no other than, than uh, Matt Hardy. That's what the fiend Bray Wyatt said. Yes. Fiend's all hit Matt Hardy saying to AEW, let me in. Let me in. Johan von Wolfhausen, when the Undisputed Era breaks up, imagine the pop when they reunite. Uh, I kind of feel like the Undisputed Era should be like the New Day. They shouldn't break up. I don't think they should break up. I don't think that the whole gold thing should be a big deal. I think they should all go to SmackDown together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johan, again, what would a Shayna and Brock encounter be like? Oh, wow. Um, I mean, a lot of like attempts at arm bars. And stuff. There you go, yeah. A lot of attempts. All at submissions. Or just like, you know, if Shayna is truly a vampire... She will try to bite take Brock. A, take a nibble. On his knee. Brock. Uh, Josh Martinez, just, he just got his double or nothing tickets on the pre-sale. Oh, wow. If only they are having a star cast, we'd be there too. They've said, no, you know, it's funny is that you were mentioning that on their Twitter, they're being a bit flip about it uh, when they said, nah. But then there was one, they just said, no, period. It's not very flip. I don't no. think they're going to do it. Yeah. Well, I would think if they were going to, they would have announced it in advance of the tickets going on the sale. So yeah, not going to do it. Rich Hardy don't want to do it. Well, I I get that. There's probably it's only, probably a nightmare from a logistic standpoint. It's probably hard. There's probably only so many things you can do to try to draw people in terms of events. They've kind of done everything. <laughs> I mean, yeah. in Baltimore, they had to get RoboCop out. Yeah, you know, they they asked Sting to put on his old school makeup. So there's only what some, more could you actually really do? Only so much you can do. You can't do much. until you're kind of just spinning your wheels. And I under, I appreciate the fact they're just not going to do it to do it. If they if they can't, they can't bring a new and exciting experience for the fan, I appreciate that. Yeah, uh, Rich Hardesty going to take over Portland with a couple of buddies, one of which works for Nike and got his Nike suite there. That's just too sweet, man. That is too sweet. Excited for what should be a fun evening. That sounds awesome. We got to sit in a in a in a suite once. It was terrific. It was too sweet. Yeah, little hot dogs and everything. Free beer. Yeah, and free beer. It was great. And Craig from Game Attack. Yeah, was we there. got to talk to him the whole time. That was rad. That was awesome. Got to watch uh, AJ versus Cena, SummerSlam Ooh, 2016. Man. That was great. Uh, Alex <laughs> Foster over here on the Discord. Apparently, El Hijo de Fantasma is debuting with Raúl Mendoza. At a live event this weekend. Oh, wow. What's his ceiling? He says he thinks he could be part of an Andrade Ingobernable faction. And apparently Tino is returning also. That's great. I miss Tino. I thought I heard that uh, Fantasma had a knee injury. Like he hurt his knee his first day there. Yeah, I don't know. He's terrific. Yeah. So I think his ceiling is pretty high. He lost his mask to uh, uh, L.A. Park in that one match at the Mm. Triple Mania main event we watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Brian Luckman. With the when the inevitable happens and Velveteen Dream goes to Raw or SmackDown, does Vince make him wrestle in purple light? No, I would doubt it. No, no. That I, Velveteen Dream is one of those dudes that like. I kind of feel like he's made for main roster though. Like, get him out of NXT and put him on main roster. <coughs> Heyman will know what to do with him. Oh yeah, maybe. Hopefully, one could hope. One could hope. Let's see here. I put up a question thread also mm-hmm. on the Patreon. Let's see what people have to say over there. NXT. Here we go. Wow. 
30 comments. Wow, people are excited about this. Episode. People are excited about NXT. Oh, wait, no. Now this says 16. That was weird. That is strange. Uh, let's see here. The Rain Trigger. Uh, thinking about Adam Cole and Britt Baker's relationship got me thinking Power Rank, the most wholesome slash best wrestling relationships today. Most wholesome is probably Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae. Yeah, perhaps. Uh, they like doing all that Disney stuff too, I yeah. think. Yeah. Um, Edge and Beth uh, Phoenix. Yeah. I was going to call her Beth Copeland, but then I'd have to call him Adam Copeland. You would. They seem, and again, she referenced, she's like, oh, I know all, all about bringing family members into a thing. Oh, boy. Yeah. Not yeah. good. Yeah. Um, oh, pff. Bianca Belair and Montez. Mm hmm. What about Cody and Brandy? Oh, it's so wholesome. Mm-hmm. Very wholesome. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Jake Mountford. With talks of trades between NXT and the main roster, what trades would you like to see happen? He'd love to see Ali at NXT. Oh, that'd be great. Trade. All, who would you trade? Who would you trade for Ali? Undisputed era for Mustafa Ali. That is wildly disproportionate, man. Who is making man? Triple H should be a sucker for that one. Um, I feel like Mustafa Ali can make NXT a lot of a lot of money. Mm, yeah, I think he's really good. Um, I would do. Uh, Finn Balor for Kevin Owens. I mean, you just have like one main roster slot that you keep just on rotating swapping out for main roster people. It's the vacation slot. That's the vacation slot. David Proc. Rhea's challenging Charlotte. Shayna's after Becky. What other NXT stars should go after the other horsewomen? Good question. Bianca Belair goes after Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks, man. She ain't never going to wrestle. She's just injured all the time. I know. What a waste of a pick that was for me. Man, I should have seen that. I have now. Sasha. Oh, I thought I had to. Who do I have? Oh, you I have Bailey and Charlotte. Oh, thank God for that. She, wow. Sasha had a really good Survivor Series. Yeah. She eliminated a lot of people. That's what. Uh-huh. So, like, in terms of the points, she's actually has done pretty well because mm. of Survivor Series. All right. Yeah, I got Bailey. Um, Bailey again. Oh, yeah, be Bianca. Yeah, Bianca takes on Bailey. Oh, you want Bianca and Bailey? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay, who for Charlotte? Or for Sasha, I mean. Um, so I well, thought, Sasha doesn't wrestle because she's injured, so nobody. All right, no, nah, no, nah, I'm sure there's plenty of people. Uh, Robert right. Stone Brand. Oh, Chelsea Green. Chelsea Green. All right. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Dunnigan, if you had to choose someone turning on the other between the broserweights, who should be the one to turn heel? Oh, pff, are you kidding? It's Pete Dunn. Yeah, it's tired of freaking Matt Riddle <laughs> saying he's such a beautiful man all the time, or just his nonsense in general. Uh, Steve Klein, what would Steve airbrush on his wrestling gear to get under Larson's skin? Oh, man, what a great question. Probably Big Red. <laughs> yeah, maybe Big Red. Big Red. Um, I did airbrush like the, the picture that that dude did of the face app of like you looking super old. Why did that bother tights? me? I don't know. That wouldn't bother me. Getting old doesn't bug you? No. I don't know. You always complain about getting old, man. Yeah, it doesn't mean it bothers me, per se. Uh, Thayer Thabata, how much did Matt Riddle have on him when the cops pulled him over? Uh, not enough to make it, uh, uh, what is it, what is it, the distribution? Yeah. 
What is that called? Intent to distribute. Intent to distribute. Yeah. Yeah. Not enough for intent. Yeah. But it's Florida, so that's scary. I don't think it's not legal in Florida. I don't believe it is, no. Probably got 20 years just for a, I don't know, dime bag. Uh, Wolfpack for life. Is Eo Shirai injured? Yes. She yes. has a knee injury. Knee injury, yes. Uh, Professor Dr. Bird, probably in the minority on this one, but I actually think it would be a good story beat to have Rhea lose to Bianca in Portland because it does seem that she is overlooking her for Charlotte. Then they can have a rematch at TakeOver Tampa where the winner takes on Charlotte the next night at Mania with Rhea going over. I mean, if that were to happen, that'd be cool. I think it'd be rad if they had Bianca win and they turn into a three-way at, a, yeah. at Mania. Yeah. How unpredictable. I mean, that'd be shocking. I know. That'd be like, holy crap, now we got a conundrum. I know. Because there's still month, there's still two months. Two months. About two months, a little bit there's less. two months until mm-hmm. Mania. They're just going to keep on doing the thing where Charlotte just woos a lot. Yeah, no. Hey, here's a question. This we should have put this on our uh, as a prop bet for predictions. Oh, Charlotte going to be there? No, it's Killer Cross, and is Killer Cross going to be there? Usually, when they announce someone as at the PC, they don't have them sit ringside, but but they're kind of doing things differently. Yeah, sure, why not? Killer Cross will be there. I really hope not. I want him on main, but then he could be a ratings boost, maybe. If he was a ratings boost, he probably would have been one for Impact. He probably would have what? Been one for Impact. Man, nothing's a ratings boost for Impact. They literally have RVD having sex on Impact. Like, you could literally see areolas, and it didn't raise their rate. Nothing is going to raise Impact's ratings. Because nobody has, nobody has that channel. Well, a lot of people have access. We don't, but a lot of people do. Well, nobody's watching it regardless, man. Uh, Greg Morris, if Vince has no plans for Cedric, why not send him to NXT? He can build the character, and we could have some great matches. I mean, there's only so many spots in NXT, too. I don't know. Um, well, they need somebody for main event. The main event, a main event. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's kind of a good question. I'm sure Cedric, Cedric would love to go to NXT. I'm sure he just wants opportunity somewhere. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Jocelyn, looking forward to Killer Cross debuting on NXT and also looking forward to you guys making fun of him like you do with Dijak Priest and Alistair Black. Um, yeah, Killer Cross, he, he's not, he's not immune to me calling him goofy because there is some goofy aspects to him. Yeah. He sort of, to me, he sort of like when he does his like extreme face, you know what I'm talking about? He sort of comes off like Ralph Cramden. Mm-hmm. It's like a little too much. Yeah. But he's great. I think he's awesome. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. He's fantastic. Uh, Adrian C., after Ciampa's promo last night, I'm really starting to think Ciampa wins in Portland. This leads to him getting his moment of mania this year where he takes on Gargano after he beats Finn in a match they should have had last year. No intense rivalry needed this time around. That'd be an interesting way to go. That'd definitely be a left turn from where I think they're going to go with it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll find out. Yep. You might be right, Adrian C. Let's see if there's Could any last be. questions before we call it uh, a show. Doc Hensel's got one. What do you see as Finn's future in NXT? Do you think he's going to spend all of 2020 in NXT or is he going to go to Maine before that? Uh, I don't know, honestly. Did he? What was the last takeover? Obviously, he was at Worlds Collide. Yeah. What was the previous takeover? He, he was at a takeover, wasn't he? he had a yeah, he thought Matt Riddle, I thought, had a takeover. Okay. Was it Riddle? No, somebody else. He was at the last takeover, I thought. Yeah, I think he was. He was. Uh, Vice Marshal Barnacle sitting in, si- sitting sick in bed watching wrestling and getting Tyson, Tyson Fury numbers. Have a good one, boys. I don't know what that means. Getting Tyson Fury numbers. What do that means? Uh, let's see here. Mason. We'll end on this one. If you had to make a jobber 
join Undisputed Era, who would it be? A jobber join Undisputed Era. Um, it's this it's this gotta be someone who's got some sort of connection to those guys. I'm trying to think of anybody else who's like a hasn't had the most amount of success in NXT, but you know has a Ring of Honor roots. Cedric Alexander. Yeah, yeah. It'd be interesting to see a side of Cedric that was more snarky, more heelish. Yeah. I don't know if he has it. I don't know if he can pull it off. Um, but uh, I mean, he was in Ring of Honor. Briefly, he had, yeah. I know. I'm pretty sure he had a match or two against Adam Cole and PWG. Um. So yeah, I mean, there might be some parallels there. Could be. Know. There could be. There could be. Hold on, let me let me check. Oh, that's the wrong list. Um, How about you have all the Forgotten Sons join the Undisputed Era? There you go. And they're just like the stinky guys. I'm like, man. You know, he's not a jobber. Having Dominic Dijakovic be a member of Undisputed Era would be great. That'd be pretty funny. That'd be hilarious. Him just sitting in the back of their convertible. He's all tall and weird. Yeah, that's right. Hey, guys, we're going to go do our Hey, it's, it's raining. Let's put, the, let's put the roof up. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Too tall back I'm here. I'm too tall back here. Yeah, no can do, guys. Hey, uh, make a right. There's an Arby's over here. <laughs> Dude, we're tired of Arby's. No, every night. <laughs> what day is it? Wednesday? Yeah, Arby's night. Perfect. All right, everybody. That's it for the show. We're going to come be back in about an hour for our AEW review. Ooh, the debut of Jeff Cobb. Oh, man, that was awesome. That was good stuff. Anyways, thanks for watching. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.